Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 7th of June, 2023. Before we get started, today's moment is brought to you by Knuth Brewing Company in beautiful downtown Ripon. For handcrafted beers brewed in extremely small batches or for artisan wood fire pizzas, paninis, or salads all made with local ingredients, get over to Knuth Brewing. Find their menu and hours of operation at KnuthBrewingCompany.com. That's K-N-U-T-H BrewingCompany.com. I can't say enough good things about Knuth Brewing. Make sure to check them out. Dave is a heck of an entrepreneur who started that business from scratch and is even expanding. Well-deserved. How's your week so far? The heat let up, so that's good news. Temps look to be a little bit more seasonable moving forward, but where's the rain? We need some rain. We need water. Did you know, actually, according to a new map that shows Wisconsin's water usage by region and type, agricultural irrigation only accounts for 4% of all of Wisconsin's water usage and municipal public water supply only accounts for 9%? It's crazy. I would have guessed way more. Power generation makes up 74% of all Wisconsin water withdrawals, according to the DNR. Anyway, let's jump into some news together. Governor Evers and the Wisconsin Department of Transportation have announced that municipalities have received more than $103 million in their second quarter payments for the 2023 General Transportation, Connecting Highway, and Expressway Policing Aids. For calendar year 2023, local governments will receive more than $526 million in general transportation aids. That's a 2% increase over calendar year 2022. The second quarter payments totaled $103,021,043. million of that was general transportation aids to help cover the costs of maintaining and operating roads and streets under local jurisdiction. $3 million went into connecting highway aids to reimburse municipalities for maintenance and traffic control of certain state highways within municipalities, and about $256,000 went to Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department for the cost of patrolling expressways within that county. People always ask where their local governments or when their local governments will get money for roads from the state. Well, here's a big one. According to the Wisconsin Policy Forum, rising rates of worker turnover and vacancies within state government have placed particular strain on state prisons, veterans' homes, and treatment facilities that require around-the-clock workforces to participate or to operate. The report says despite notable pay increases for workers in some of those facilities last year, the Department of Veterans Affairs, Department of Corrections, and Department of Health Services are seeing the biggest workforce challenges. Overall, the policy forum's analysis found that turnover and vacancy rates for state workers outside of the UW system rose to record levels in the last fiscal year, 2022, with 16.4% of the nearly 28,000 non-UW state employees in Wisconsin leaving their jobs, including 10% who left for voluntary reasons other than retirement. In addition, 5,770 full-time positions, or 17.7% of the total authorized positions in state government outside the UW system were vacant in June of last year. The Department of Veterans Affairs had the highest rate of turnover last year. Get this, 27.8% or more than one of every four employees left the Department of Veterans Affairs last year. Governor Evers announced that Wisconsin's tourism industry saw record-breaking numbers in 2022. According to the 2022 Economic Impact Data, or DATA, 
however you say it. The tourism industry generated $23.7 billion in total economic impact, surpassing the previous record year of $22.2 billion in 2019. Ever said he was excited to be celebrating a record-breaking year for the tourism industry. This is a tremendous new, tremendous news and a testament to the hard work of the business owners, workers, and marketing partners across the industry, he said. He also said tourism is vital to the economic health of local communities, businesses, and workers around our state, and I'm proud of our work to support this critical industry and its success over these past few years. We must continue to make key investments in Wisconsin tourism to ensure it continues to be part of our economy for generations. All 72 counties experienced an increase in total tourism economic impact, employing 174,600 part and full-time employees. What's your favorite tourism spot in Wisconsin? When I was a kid, it was the Dells for sure. I even worked there for a summer in college. That was a lot of fun, kind of wild at times. One state park that I hope to get to this summer, one that I've never visited, is Wyalusing State Park at the confluence of the Wisconsin and Mississippi rivers. I've heard it's a stunning place, so hope to get there for sure. Speaking of state parks, I was really glad to see this next story. A bill authored by Democrat State Senator Melissa Agard, the Senate Minority Leader, was recommended for passage the other day. The bill would waive the state park annual vehicle fee for families of fourth grade students in the state of Wisconsin. As a mom of four boys, I have seen firsthand the importance and impact of introducing young people to the joys of the outdoors. By inviting more young people into our state parks, we are planting a seed that will carry on the legacy of our public lands and teaching future generations how to preserve, conserve, and enjoy all that our shared resources have to offer. As you probably recall, fourth grade is the year when students in Wisconsin learn about Wisconsin, its history, its current industry, its historical industry, its culture, its government, etc. It's also the year when kids take their school trip to the state capitol. It's still a lot of fun to see all the buses of the kiddos pull up to the Capitol, walk into the building for the first time, looking up at the dome, not watching where they're walking. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's their capital too. And finally, if you live in northern Wisconsin, this is a big one. And it's about time, in my opinion. Senator Quinn and Representative Sapic, both Republicans representing the far reaches of northern Wisconsin, have introduced a bill to allow for the creation of a local exposition district in the city of Superior to spur economic development. According to them, Superior residents, school officials, business owners, elected officials, labor representatives, community leaders, and hospitality providers have been asking for nearly a decade for this legislation. This would give Superior the ability to create an arena and convention center funded by a room tax of no more than 2%, subject to approval through referendum. It also puts limits on how much borrowing they can make, and it would all end the 2% room tax once the debt is paid off. Time and again, the people of Superior have made the case that Madison needs to give them the tools to succeed, Senator Quinn said. We're tired of seeing tens of millions of dollars invested in the Twin Ports go mainly to the other side of the bridge. We haven't been giving Superior the resources it needs to compete. There's a lot of untapped potential here, and we need to let one of the the North's most important cities do what it can do to attract visitors, conventions, and large events. And he's not kidding. Have you ever driven through Superior and then gone across the bridge into Duluth? The differences are stark, to say the very least. Superior is situated in such an incredible and unique geographical location. I've always kind of wondered why it isn't a bustling tourist town. Hopefully this bill will help get it done. With that, Famous astronaut, but more importantly, Wisconsinite Jim Lovell said, There are people who make things happen, there are people who watch things happen, and there are people who wondered what happened. 
be successful, you need to be a person who makes things happen. Have a great second half of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org. join 